a call from the captain to set sail with him. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon Peter, Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch of fish. Simon replied, Master, we worked hard all night to the point of exhaustion and caught nothing in our nets, but at your word I will do as you say and lower the nets again. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were at the point of breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats with fish, so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all his companions were completely astounded at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so were James and John, sons of Zebedee who were partners with Simon Peter. Jesus said to Simon, Have no fear, from now on you will be catching men. After they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him, and following his example. Luke chapter 5 verse 4 to 11 Jesus is calling you to be a fisher of men. Not for you, but for his sake and those who will be fished. Why? So that they can be fished out of the salty sea of sin and its wages, death, into the safe nets of salvation through Jesus Christ, the captain of the eternal kingdom. To receive the wage of Christ, the captain of our salvation, eternal life, and all its sweet fruits. For it was fitting for God that is an act worthy of his divine nature, that he for whose sake are all things and through whom all things in bringing many sons to glory should make the author and founder of their salvation perfect through suffering, bringing to maturity the human experience necessary for him to be perfectly equipped for his office as high priest. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10 God then exemplifies this greatly, bringing in a bountiful harvest of men. Jesus honored his promise, Acts chapter 1 verse 6 to 8, in a profound manner. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all you who live in Jerusalem, let this be explained to you. Listen closely and pay attention to what I have to say. These people are not drunk, as you assume, since it is only the third hour of the day, 9 a.m. But this is the beginning of what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all mankind, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see divinely prompted visions, and your old men shall dream divinely prompted dreams. Even on my bond servants, both men and women, I will in those days pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will bring about wonders in the sky above and signs attesting miracles on the earth below, blood and fire and smoking vapor. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes. And it shall be that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord 
invoking, adoring and worshipping the Lord Jesus shall be saved, rescued spiritually. Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man accredited and appointed out and attested to you by God with the power to perform miracles and wonders and signs which God worked through him in your very midst, just as you yourselves know, this man, when he handed over to the Roman authorities, when handed over to the Roman authorities, sorry, according to the predetermined decision and foreknowledge of God, you nailed to a cross and put to death by the hands of a lawless and godless men. But God raised him up, releasing him and bringing an end to the agony of death, since it was impossible for him to be held in death's power. For David says of him, I saw the Lord constantly before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken from my state of security. Therefore my heart rejoiced and my tongue exulted exceedingly. Moreover, my flesh also will live in hope, that is, will encamp in anticipation of the resurrection. For you will not forsake me and abandon my soul to Hades, the realm of the dead, nor let your Holy One undergo decay after death. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will fill me, infusing my soul with joy and with your peace. Brothers, I may confidently and freely say to you regarding the patriarch David that he both died and was buried and his tomb is with us to this day. And so, being a prophet and knowing fully that God had sworn to him an oath that he would seat one of his descendants on his throne, he foresaw and spoke prophetically of the resurrection of the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed, that he was not abandoned in death to Hades, the realm of the dead, nor did his body undergo decay. God raised this Jesus bodily from the dead, and, the, and of that fact we are all witnesses. Therefore, having been exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this blessing which you both see and hear. For David did not descend, David did not ascend into the heavens, yet he himself says, the Lord, the Father, said to my Lord, the Son, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore let all the house of Israel recognize beyond all doubt that God has made him both Lord and Christ, Messiah, anointed. This Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart with remorse and anxiety, and they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what are we to do? And Peter said to them, Repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways, accept and follow Jesus as the Messiah, and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ because of the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise of the Holy Spirit is for you and your children and for all who are far away, including the Gentiles, as many as the Lord our God calls to himself. And Peter solemnly testified and continued to admonish and urge them with many more words, saying, Be saved from this 
crooked and unjust generation. So then, those who accepted his message were baptized. And on that day, about 3,000 souls were added to the body of believers. They were continually and faithfully devoting themselves to the instruction of the apostles and to fellowship, to eating meals together and to prayers. A sense of awe was felt by everyone, and many wonders and signs attesting miracles were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed in Jesus as Savior were together and had all things in common, considering their positions to belong to the group as a whole. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing the proceeds with all the other believers, as anyone had need. Day after day they met in the temple area, continuing with one mind, breaking bread in various private homes. They were eating their meals together with joy and generous hearts, praising God continually and having favor with all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were being saved. Acts chapter 2 verse 14 to 47. The captain of our salvation is calling out to you, dear listener. He has sent his witnesses, his messengers, fishes of men, to bring you into his presence. He is dearly calling out to you to have you aboard the ship of salvation before it leaves the harbor of the earth, setting sail on the eternal ocean of his kingdom. He gave his messengers the net of salvation, the gospel of Jesus Christ, to pull you in. Three thousand plus souls were brought into his ship in one day. Will you take heed to the call? To choose him as the captain of your heart? To follow in his footsteps, footprints in the Bible. He left during his life on this earth for us to observe and follow. He loves you so much that is why he is still calling out to you now. Time may be short, but as the sands of time are flowing into their lost grains, there is still time to choose him now. If you'd like to understand more on the subjects of death and hell, considering how there's a mention in Acts chapter 2 of Hades, please feel free to take a look at the resources that we will add in the show notes that will be really helpful in understanding this subject or these subjects that are crucial in seeing things in the way they're supposed to be seen. May God bless you as you continue listening to this mini-podcast. The second of last episode, this one is, and the next one is the last episode. Please don't forget, there is a PDF version of this that you can just read too. If you'd like to read along to the recordings, it is well, you can do so. Or if you'd just like to read the PDF in silence somewhere, you're free to do so as well. May God bless you.